Welcome to the podcast, Friday Top 5. I'm your host, Randy Salo. And I'm Dario Albrecht. And today is Friday, March 19th, and we're about to talk about our favorite releases of the week. Welcome back to the podcast, Friday Top 5. Dario, how you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing great. 2021 keeps... Uh, keeps up with uh, many stunning quality releases in our favorite music subgenre or the sub subgenres thereof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so and 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 uh, sometimes uh, a release week is uh, kind of uh, we we're still talking about releases from a week previous ago or from pre- yeah. from previous weeks like we also did um on monday as we had finnish poet slash singer regan now we know how it's her hard. name is pronounced <laughs> good good for getting in and finding out how to pronounce that so we don't mess it up again <laughs> yeah so so if you want to find out more about her ep um go back to check out that episode and uh in that episode i made like a comparison or or how do you say an analogy and and i was after i said that i was like hmm, do people say that anymore or, or am, am i a total boomer right now and i'm like <laughs> um yeah i was like yeah it's like a box of chocolates oh, you know <laughs> I, I caught the forrest gump reference but that was definitely 90s <laughs> 90s lore there <laughs> and but the funny thing is as you might have heard yesterday on yossi zassi's episode or on the episode where i i talked with yossi zassi about his new album which is going to be my first pick for this week, actually. Um, he also said that about his album, <laughs> or, or his his albums, actually, all, all of them. Uh, so he made the reference, too. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. And I had to laugh so hard, because it was so funny. Um, and I thought, okay, uh, and, and it was a little bit reassuring to, to, to know I'm not the only one doing that still. <laughs> um, timeless, it's timeless. Yes, and um, and so is Yossi's music. Uh, it's his fifth solo album, the second that he releases under uh, under the moniker of Yossi Sassi and the Oriental Rock Orchestra. It's called Here and Dare, not Here and There, Here and Dare. It's not a German mispronunciation <laughs> here. <laughs> and um, I think it's my favorite Yossi Sassi album so far. Oh, wow. For people who haven't heard this name, he co-founded Orphaned Land back in the 90s. Mm. And um, almost, yeah, like 10 years ago, he started his solo career. And after All Is One, he also quit Orphaned Land. And um, Here and There was the second album that he recorded with the Oriental Rock Orchestra on the Greek island of Santorini. And they recorded it live, and it has just like such a timeless, natural feel. All these like these melodies, and um, a brilliant guest vocalist performance by the mighty Mats Levin, known from Candlemas and Crooks and uh, Amasafor, of course. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 a beautiful timeless record actually because all these melodies we also talk about that in length. 
um, on the episode that dropped yesterday that these melodies he comes up with, they they have a, a timeless feel, like they have been there forever and that for me at least and that they will exist for all eternity they they're just universal and 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 it's beautiful and and it's it's relaxing peaceful music um of course a lot of um oriental influences but also you jazz and 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 prog and all that and um a lot of great uh, a lot of great great flute playing from danielle uh his daughter and um, I mean, the band is fantastic, obviously, with Ori Lubianiker, right? Uh, about whom we also talked recently um, concerning his debut EP. Um, yeah, that is my first pick, and and it's a it's a very worthy one, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. And go check out uh, yesterday's episode of the podcast to hear Dario's talk with Yossi. Um, yeah, my first pick is actually um, from, you know, an interview I did last week uh, with Victor Weikert from Dune, uh, or Victor Vicar, maybe a uh, French uh, name. So, um, And the new Dune record, of course, is called Ataman Anka. For Dune fans, you will already know this. This will have been a much-anticipated album for you. Uh, it drops today. It's awesome. I don't know what to say about it. We talked in depth last week about the the concept of the record, which I can just read you a little quote from the band's uh, press release um, that it, it's it, it's based on this like futuristic society where these people slave day after day to build these giant towers, and they write that the sheer size of these monuments involves the labor of several generations of workers that are at first forced to do so, but gradually become indoctrinated by this utopic idea that their sacrifice will be in the name of transcending the boundary of humankind. And <laughs> and then it goes on from so there. It uh, so, so, sounds like uh, pyramids. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, the it was produced by Graham Young uh, in Edinburgh's uh, Chamber Studio and has some guest vocals from Lisa Robertson, uh, who contributes some some spoken word stuff as well as some some cool Pink Floyd style vocals. And then one section that's like a like a really haunting lullaby. Um, and and I think for the Dune fans, there's a, like a new element um, too, which is like a, a, the use of synthesizers is really vast on the record. And um, I had a talk with Victor about what he used. And he didn't just go buy a bunch of you know plugins. Uh, <laughs> he actually bought the synths and wow. used them on the production. And you can see some old Instagram shots of being in the studio, like surrounded by all these synthesizers. And uh, mm-hmm. and they plan, as he, as he said in the interview, that they plan to take those on the road. Wow. And they have a keyboard player, and he will play those synthesizers on the road. That's dedication. Yeah. So definitely um, my first pick of the week and an amazing record. And yeah. Um, I I have to admit, I haven't listened to the whole album. I will do so now that it dropped, um, even though I would have had the possibility to to get the promo. Um, but but yeah, the, the, the three singles, like like actually the... the, the um, title track of the P from last year. Right. Severo um, Omega. Uh, Omega Severo. Yes. <laughs> and especially the second single, uh SI fourteen. Yeah. Um cool video too. Yeah. SI fourteen. 
I doubt that they will top that song for me on the record, but but I, I I'm 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 super stoked to dive into that. Um the the addition uh, of this of those synth sound is absolutely massive. Um I'm super stoked for them to be releasing this through Metal Blade Records because yeah. I, I have the feeling they're on the verge of breaking big. Absolutely. And uh and deservedly so. And um go check out their band camp with all those amazing artworks and uh, artwork stuff and vinyls yeah. and um, uh, colored vinyls, uh, limited edition stuff. Um, it looks gorgeous. So far, the cover artwork of the year, I would say. Yeah, and they just posted today that they're they're running low on some of the vinyls, so some of the different colors of vinyls, so you better get mm. in there if you want something <laughs> special. <laughs> Go cool. for it. What's your next pick? <laughs> um, yeah, we jump over from Scotland to Norway with some some slow Norwegian melancholia um, from a band called Lothingstock. Um, <laughs> but it's very, very, very sad stuff. Um, their album is called C- Zero Acts 1 and 2. And there's, there's going to be uh, the Acts 3 and 4. They are planned to uh, be released towards the end of the year. Um, but so far, it's the first two acts of this little uh, story, Zero. Um, I'm going to read just a quick quote from the press release. The play is about a boy who calls himself Zero. He lives with his uh, troubled mother. He faces difficulties at school and escapes into the realm of video games and social isolation. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um the first single was called Leave Me Alone and there's also some guest vocals um from from um vocalist who, who portrays the mother and uh it is the heaviest song on the album and um after some yeah I I I I I dubbed it the small gig in the sky. <laughs> There's the the like the only metal riff on the whole album, and the the like high tuned snare just cuts like a knife. It's massive, but still has a little bit uh, of a lo-fi sound. Um, directly before "Leave Me Alone" on the album is a song called "Child," which is only. Um, the 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 lead vocals with 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 strings, and it's one of the most heartbreaking songs. From like, I haven't uh, been diving into the lyrics uh, s- so deep yet, but alone from 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 the harmonies and and the sound design as the most most sad song of mm. the the saddest song of the oh year so far, and. Um, I have the feeling that whenever there's like something so sad and so beautiful at the same time in in progressive rock, um, I'm thinking of all these memes about how depressed, depressive, uh, like Porcupine Tree and Steve yeah. Wilson's music is, and and I'm I, I, I listen to stuff like that and I think, well, Porcupine Tree is a fun band. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good times, good times. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, Zero Acts One and Two by Lothingstock is out on the Great Norwegian Apollon Records. Um, 
great sad stuff and and I can't wait to to dive into the story and to 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 hear um acts three and four towards the end of the year uh, but for now enjoy acts one <laughs> and two <laughs> cool so um my next pick it will also be something that is like no stranger to fans uh of the genre but uh, devin townsend is uh releasing a series of records um called the devolution series and uh, according to the press kit from from Devin, he writes that um, instead of doing like like a big, he's working on a very big project, and in the meantime, so that he can you know keep some of his material coming out, he wanted to release a number of quarantine songs and concerts, as well as various live shows from the past few years. And the first one is um, a remixed and remastered version of the Live and Leeds show that was originally on the Empath Ultimate Edition. And oh. I actually never heard this before this release. So it's um, it's from when he did his acoustic tour uh, through, I think, through Europe. I remember he actually came to Munich as well. Yeah, he played the Freiheitshalle, and I'm, I'm still bummed that I, I didn't get the chance to go there. Me too. For whatever reason, I don't remember, but I remember that I... That would have wanted to go. Yeah, tickets uh, were sold out at yeah, fairly quickly as absolutely. well. So, mm -hmm. um, and this is a pretty neat record. So it includes acoustic re reworks of songs from Synchestra, Ocean Machine, Accelerated, Evolution, Addicted, even Strapping Young Lad. That's kind of the, the most unusual rework. Oh, the rework love. of love. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, songs like Let It Roll. Funeral, Deadhead, um, E.A., which has become a fan favorite, I think. <laughs> um, and and hearing him do the the high high parts, the the parts that maybe Annika would have done, uh, it's like really cool. And then of course the Ziltoid track, Solar Winds. So so many of so these, so beautiful. Yeah, so many of these you can you could think beforehand. Yeah, this would work acoustically, but he also just took stuff that you wouldn't expect. And man, his like he, he's on. <laughs> Stoppable with his voice, yeah. like it just—it he can do anything with his voice. It's really—it's it's incredible. And and I've listened to it a couple of times in the last week. And um, yeah, it's um, <laughs> I don't know. It's like just his, his, his himself with his acoustic guitar and his voice. I mean, there's a lot of reverb yeah. on both. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but it just sounds huge. And yeah. And um. And in and, and some moments where the audience laughs, it's like, oh, I think he did something funny there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You you should have seen, but but he his his in between song banter is also fun as always. Um, but but yeah, when he, when he comes comes out with this crazy crazy version of love, it's it's, uh, it's absolutely amazing, and it sounds so huge. And um, um, I'm pretty sure he. He didn't do that much in 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 the post, so to speak. Like like, this, yeah. Uh, I'm 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 pretty sure it it sounded very very similar in the live um, situation. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and you're right. It is like things are kind of washed in reverb, but in this kind of Devon way. So, um, but it it adds to like the mood that he creates when he plays this more mellow stuff, which you know appears on the albums as well. Like his sort of 
clean guitar sections, which are sort of calm, and then he sort of falsettos, sings over parts, mm -hmm. feels a little bit like he's lost in the wind. Like, this comes through so well on this. In, in, in the solo winds. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, on, you're on point today, Dario. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this was a very surprisingly... Um, I mean, it's not surprising that Devin releases a great album, but sometimes when you think, well, we're going to have like some a few albums in between... And, you know, an artist is just going to release some, like, kind of bootlegs or, like, stuff, unreleased stuff. But this is well worth. Absolutely. Well worth it because, no I mean, it's doubt. really an artist in his prime, you know. And just it just goes to show you that even though Devin is known for doing things big and bombastic and having this crazy, you know, 10,000 layers. <laughs> yeah, 10,000 layers. Even when he strips it down to yeah. the one guitar and his voice. It's still it's epic. still him. Yeah. It's still epic. It's more epic than anything else by far. So and especially like the quote um that he says um yeah about his his on stage persona that's like somewhere half between totally frightened and and totally cool about being in the spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> and I think his his um his stand-up comedy, not routine, but like like he made. Yeah, I mean, he makes it up uh, on the spot. Yeah, uh, like he did in Barcelona that one time, the fifteen-minute thing. Yeah, like, go look it up on YouTube if you haven't done so. I was there, and and um, it like he creates it from that like tension between those two uh, polar opposites yeah. that he feels at the same time in 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 himself. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, it's like these two things battling one another, and then what yeah. comes out is that <laughs> is that persona or that person. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right, you got one more pick for the week, Dario. And yeah, it's 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 the odd one out, and and one of the most odd ones out we ever had, probably. Um, it's a French band called Lotus Titan. Their album Odyssey. Uh, we had. Um, we 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 we're having lately some albums that we we have the information from the press release that are dropping they are dropping on one one yeah. week and 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 actually going on Spotify I see that this album actually dropped on Spotify last week already on the twelfth yeah and uh, but here on the press release it uh, clearly says nineteenth yeah but it is out now and it is I. I dubbed it philosophical avant-garde punk jazz slam poetry or something like that. Wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so totally unique. It's in French. It's uh, uh, most of the the vocals are spoken word poetry, and um, I, I can understand quite a bit. Um, but I but I haven't figured out the the the, the deeper meanings. Okay. <laughs> um, but still, I, I love the, the just the, the the sound of the, the the French language, and and it fits well. The press release uh, says uh, something like um, uh, sensations and atmospheres specific to each title. In this setting, David Lynch has an appointment with Meshuggah, while Pink Floyd, Rambo, and Patti Smith count the stars. <laughs> and yeah. 
um, I think you you were digging it as well. Um. Yeah, um, yeah. Let me just say a few words because um, this took me totally by surprise. And at first, when I watched the one of the first singles, um, I, I forget which one it was, but it started like them performing live in a sort of space, and she started doing French spoken word, and there was some synth, and I was like. I don't. I don't even know what I'm. What is this like a theater performance or something? And then, and then it just like turned into Rage Against Machines, and she started spitting rhymes, and I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I don't know what she's saying, but I like how she's saying it because, <laughs> yeah, it, it gives me the the same energy that yeah that like Rage Against Machines uh, would, or even the newest Port Noir album. It has that kind of yeah Beastie Boys rage like old school hip-hop feeling even you know with the rhythm section and the and the sense the choice of sense that they use but then it has this like super artsy layer on top of that i have no idea what she's saying i don't speak (laughs) french um i'm kind of afraid to know because part of the mystery for me is not knowing what she's saying but feel being moved by the emotion in in her voice you know yeah um, because she's so powerful as a performer, and, and I've listened to the album three times now, and mm-hmm. um, I really love it. I think me too. Yes, and and it, I just I'm sitting there, I'm wondering how did they write this, you know, because it feels sort of improvised. Yeah, but at the same time, it feels totally controlled because yeah. of the way. They are, you know, she's speaking, and then they are playing in unison in between what it, she's it, saying. Especially, yeah, the rhythm section. It is kind of. I don't know. It's 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 it feels free, but they're so tied together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's unbelievable. It's like like pretty pretty high art there. Totally. Um, while uh, retaining a punkish a- attitude. Yes, definitely. I mean, <laughs> and that's the, and that's that's a that's an accomplishment totally. itself. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, for me, I think I've even on this show sometimes like given my opinion about like spoken word stuff in albums (laughs) it's usually kind of a turnoff for me for from the music like i don't really need them to tell me a story but this is a totally different use of this of this form because it is poetry and and it's not there it's it's not a gimmick or anything no It, it, it is genuinely their style and and nobody else does it like they do it yeah, no, nobody else does anything close what they're doing. I, I would, I would say. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I have to say that a lot of the more off the wall records that we've talked about have come from France. Yeah, <laughs> there was also this. Uh, le, le, uh, what were they called? Uh, le Grand Spomme. Le, le Grand Spomme. <laughs> yeah. Also, fringe. Also, like you know, when you watch their videos, they're not like music videos, but they're actually the performance, like the live yeah. performance of the thing. With the super disturbing masks. Yeah. So that was like even another level of disturbing, which I don't think I could get into as much as like th- this record. But this record definitely gives me that same feeling of like listening to a, a rage record or something yeah. like that uh but also having a bit of a jazz flair and like a more yeah maybe artsy quality but I'm very excited about it and I think they have a great package together you can get the LP um on Bandcamp maybe beautiful um, artwork yeah beautiful with, artwork um, I want a t-shirt of that <laughs> Uh, maybe just uh, have a look at the press release again 
On Odyssey, the quartet ventures into an introspective journey, sometimes painful, sometimes joyful, trying but resolutely optimistic. In spite of the fall and the deluge, to fight against the winds or how, like the lotus, to be born from the mud to become a bright flower. Yep. <laughs> and, Pretty much. Um, on that resolutely optimistic note, um, see you next week, guys. Um, take care of yourselves, take care of your loved ones, and listen to amazing music. Especially spoken word, French, jazz, sl slam. Avant-garde, punk, jazz, poetry. <laughs>